So this is John and Robin Voyles of Celebrate Libraries. Today, we'll be speaking with Canadian author Christiane Vadnais. Christiane uh, was named by Radio Canada as a young author to watch in 2020. And in 2020, Coach House Books of Toronto published the English translation of her book, Fauna. And the uh, translation was provided by Pablo Strauss. So, Christian, thank you very much for agreeing to uh, participate in this in this uh, conversation today. Thank you very much for having me. So, Christian, we sent some um, sent some questions and uh, some thoughts to you, hoping they stimulated some ideas about um, your work and uh, how it may relate to uh, fauna and some of the other things that you've written. We are speaking with you today about uh, authors that uh, are associated with uh, Maison, the House of Literature in Quebec City, which is where you're from. We are wondering, uh, we're exploring the concept of home. How can how may home be defined? And how may this change? How do people experience home? How this action may transform an individual? And I'm just wondering if you could begin by um, commenting on this idea of home how home, the concept of home, appears in your work, if this is a good place for you to start. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think um, everybody have a personal definition of what is a home. And for me, I think it is really a place where we feel safe, where we feel connected, um, that we feel we are um, invested in this place. Uh, so it's strange because I really like the, f the figure of the home. My, one of my literary dream is to, <laughs> is to write about a haunted house. <laughs> um, but it is not very connected, um, literally to what I wrote until now. Um, in Fauna, I thought, um, seeing your question, I thought, about what is home in Fauna. And I think home in this book is the earth and people are like no longer at home on earth in the book. The book is about mostly a biologist uh, which is trying to understand what's happening in the environment around her. And the environment is very uh, strange. It begins to warm up, to change. Uh, animals are, are like changing. Everything is changing around her. It's bizarre. And I think it for me, it's like Laura in this book is like someone who's seeing her home changing strangely and does not feel that she is really at her place. So that would be how it connects with my work right now because the, the, the book is very unrealistic. It's very magical. It's not really about real home and real places. It does remind me we live in that consistent change um, through our lives. I think at times we don't feel at home. Yeah, I think that when home changes, it bec it becomes this place really weird where we lose our 
I don't know, uh, in French it would be repair, but <laughs> where, where we feel a little bit disconnected. And this is, um, this makes us anxious, I think, in a, in a way. Um, I would like to ask the beautiful quote that you had quoted Einstein. Um, I think John maybe would like to read it and maybe the two of you could discuss it further. Uh, the first quote, I feel such a sense of solidarity with all living things that it does not matter to me where the individual begins and ends. And then, end quote, and then also quote, uh, which was a Latin proverb, actually, the times change and we change with them. Um, I discovered the Einstein quote while I was writing Fona, like at the beginning. And I was not sure already what my project was. I was feeling it, but I couldn't put words on it exactly. And when I saw this this quote, I felt that it was really what I was trying to say. Um, It's from a letter that Einstein sent to Max Born. And it is, for me, it embodies how nature and biology and science are not only about facts, but also about how we connect with the material world. world. And there is a, a kind of, um, of metaphysical, um, yeah, a kind of metaphysical assertion in that, which is, um, that speaks a lot to me. For me, Fauna is really about how we are made from the same particles that the animals are made of, that the trees are made of. We are, we all come from the same place. We are all from the same home, to talk in those Mm -hmm. words. And I feel that this solidarity is not something that you just can think. It's something that you have to feel if you want to really be connected um, to all the living things on earth. And I think that that's the feeling we lost during the industrialization and during and more and more as we are uh, living in houses, living in our cars, living in the virtual world, uh, always in front of a computer. So I think this really important connection with the material world is something that Einstein really captured with this quote. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like what you say here, too. Um, John, you had written something. Humans may fight change. It's difficult to accept change. Um, I think we all, we've all we all experienced that. Mm-hmm. Two thoughts are in my mind about change. And I'm as we're speaking, and really the devastation of climate change within our lifetime um, is not a, it's a, it's a man-made change. It's one that isn't a natural process. And so there is this tension that we live in, a tension that we've created for ourselves. And I, I don't know um, until we accept that and we look at it and move forward with it. I mean, I think maybe that tension is what I sort of gathered from the reading of your book. It's, 
um, how we accept it maybe and how we maybe heal from it. I, I don't know, but... I think you are maybe talking about that in the book, uh, Laura, the biologist, is trying to fight a kind of parasite that is seems to be one of the reasons that things are changing, that humans are changing. And she doesn't success to stop these changes or to keep the world as it was and as she liked it. Um, so this is a kind of defeat. Um, it's the, it's kind of, a, um, she does not win. She does not win. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And this could be, uh, like a desperate statement, but uh, for me it is not because I think we have to, for one, we have to accept thing, things as they are if we want to change them. When you keep freaking out because things are changing, you are not able to act. So um, this is something I think we have to learn right now with the ecological crisis. Uh, things are changing already. So we have to accept a part of this uh, not to just like let go, but to be able to act, to be able to do things and to keep what we can, what, what we want to keep as, as it is. Um, and in the book, at the end, Laura has like lost her fight, but she also learned something about how the world uh, can be different and how it can be beautiful differently. And so there is like, it's like, um, I don't know, she, she doesn't win, but she learned things and she see how life is resilient, how life is something marvelous, something like she sees it as the wonder it is really. So for me, this is not completely um, a lost battle. That is so beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was really a nice question and nice discussion. Christian, thank you very much for taking the time and being so accommodating with our our English language uh, interview. <laughs> no, no problem. Thank you very much. And I hope you can uh, come to Quebec City uh, next March. I hope. This is Robin and John Voyles of Celebrate Libraries. Today we have been speaking with award-winning Canadian author Christian Vadney. We've been talking about the concept of home and what home means to Christian in her life and work. And speaking of work, today we profiled her first novel, Fauna, translated into English by Pablo Strauss and published by Coach House Books of Toronto. Find out more about Christian's creative work on her bilingual website, www.christianvadne.com. This is the Celebrate Libraries podcast. Thank you for listening.